Oh, what's up, everybody? It's Monday. Mm-hmm. Happy Monday. It, <laughs> it's wholesome Mondays. Not, not wholesome always. Wednesdays. Nope, not like last week. No We're back special. on our normal schedule. Normal schedule with a different topic. Yep. What are we talking about this week? You picked it. You, you can say it. Okay, so this week we're talking about money and success and happiness and how they all tie in together. How do they tie in together? Well, it, it's, I guess the main question would be, does money equal happiness and success? Or does money equal happiness or success? Or does money not equal either? Well, you just asked three different questions. Yeah. So the first one, well, let's jump to the second one because it's fresh in my mind. Does money equal success? Depends how you define success. For yeah. some people, success could be a family of four. For some people, success could be surviving the day with three meals. For some people, success could be creating a company or being an entrepreneur or whatever. So success, the definition is individualized, so... I mean, some people could say success is a million dollars, but there, but I think our definition of success would be, are you happy? Are you fulfilled? Are you living a life that you enjoy? Yeah. Or at least that'd be mine. Yeah, I would agree. So success is definitely sub- subjective. Not everyone has the same goals and ambitions. So I guess um, success, you can take that with a grain of salt, whatever you deem is successful for your life. But I feel like um, overall people have this or society or the media has an image where to be successful, you have to have a lot of money. Yeah. So we're just kind of debunking that a little bit. Yeah. In a way. There are plenty of studies that have recently came out, and by recently, I don't know, probably within the last 20 years, but at least that have came out to me of how money is not as important or impactful as we think it is. The first one is the study done <clears throat> with people, you know, they, they measure people's happiness in relation to how much money they earn, how much money they have. So, you know, if you're a college student and you, whatever, make 25 grand a year, like obviously that's probably a lot for a college student, so you'll be okay. But if you're a, fan, if you're a mother of four and you make $25,000 a year, like you're going to be stressed, you won't be that happy. So all these give and takes together they assumed around $75 $75 $75,000 is is the spot the sweet spot so anything above $75,000 most people's happiness doesn't increase relative to money so these relationships like of these people their happiness is more tied to what's other than money above $75,000 below the $75,000 mark like you have more room to become happy due to money. Right. So you're saying at $75,000, we kind of plateau with money giving us happiness? Yeah. And obviously it's different per person. Like I said, a mother of four might need, like a family of six might need more money than $75,000. But, you know, if you're single, sharing an apartment with somebody, you probably need less. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. And that's definitely true. Um with having your like financial me- needs met then you have to that's money can only meet like your financial needs and and up to that point you need to 
meet your other needs. So Maslow's hierarchy of needs is a pyramid that um, we, or most people were um, taught in psychology class. I know that's where I heard of it first. Before we get into that. Okay. So you're saying money isn't tied to people's needs, correct? Or you said Is or is not? Isn't. It is. It is. But you said something like um, money isn't tied to the person's happiness based on their needs. Like you could think your need would be to buy a new pair of shoes to make you more happy. Like I think that's where you're getting at, but you kind of just really brushed over it. And I want to make sure we hit it because it was very important. Uh, that, I honestly forgot the last sentence I just said, but but that you was. were going in, you were going in the direction. At least I thought where you were stating that if I'm gonna really stretch it here, that buying th- material things does not bring you happiness, and you can touch on the fact of instant gratification. Oh yeah, yeah. I that's what I did mean that like yeah, money can only yeah, yeah yeah money can only get you so far in terms of your needs. So like your financial needs are all met. After that, it's pretty much um, instant gratification, which we just mentioned, which is buying something, feeling happiness, and then it leaves right away because you don't have any fulfillment or anything that's helping your emotional side of your life. Yeah. So you like buying a new car will make you feel good. You have something nice to like show off, but then that's After it. two months, you want a new car or buying an iPhone and then a year later, a new iPhone comes out, or buying new shoes, and then you wear them in a mud pot, mud pile, you know, yeah. new pair of shoes, stuff like that. Like I need a new haircut, I need new makeup. Yeah, and exactly. To go out like... and do a shopping spree to make yourself feel better, like, will give you instant gratification of feeling good, but it'll wear off. Yeah, exactly, and that's like something that um, happens a lot when you have you know enough money to do that. Like all your financial needs are met, so you're just trying to like fill in the little holes here and there with what you, the only way you know how for some people is with money. But um, back to the Maslow's hierarchy of needs is all the needs that are opposite from money, which we need to just, you know, be fulfilled. Um, the first level is physiological. So which is? Um, which would be um, like food, water, um, things that keep us like running, like to survive, our basic need to survive. Um, safety would be shelter. Uh, so that's level two. Number two. And then number three is belonging and love. So the feeling of love from family, you know, from other people. Social needs would be from friends, uh, co-workers, people outside your immediate family. Um, esteem would be number four. And that is just how you feel about yourself and um, your self-esteem. And then the last one is self-actualization. Which people rarely... So if you're looking at a picture of this, it's a pyramid. So level one is physiological needs. Level two is safety. Level three is loving. And and level four is esteem. And then level five, the very top tippity of the pyramid is self-actualization, which is rarely achieved. Mm -hmm. So it's a pretty like lifelong process to like get up to self-actualization according to um, this pyramid and so that's what most people I guess need to or should um, try and work for obviously so the financial part of it like bringing it back to money you meet your financial need and then you have this whole pyramid of needs that you might not you have probably just brushed upon like you have physiological needs because you have enough money to buy food or water you have safety because you have somewhere to to live but do you have love and belonging? Like, how's your self-esteem? Do you, like, identify as a happy person? 
So things like that, money can't buy you. Those are things that you have to work on um, within yourself in however way you choose fit for your lifestyle. But that's why money can't buy you, like, happiness. money can't buy you self-actualization. Money can't buy you happiness. No. So that's the point. I guess we're to trying to understand. drive home. Yeah. I mean, we've seen numerous famous people, billionaires, killing themselves over the, the simple fact that money can't buy them happiness. Some poor of their life they were lacking something robin williams anthony bourdain uh, lady this past weekend kate spade like all all these people gone because who who were famous had all their money that they could probably possibly wish for but something was missing mentally that money doesn't cover yeah i mean i mean how often do we see a guy that's making 37 grand a year, just arbitrary number, but somebody who's not making nearly as much money as those famous people, but he's the nicest guy, super happy, and he gets to coach his kids Little League games. Like, I mean, come on. Most of those people are, you're like, why is that guy so happy and happy? Because like, yeah. he's doing what he wants. Like, if, if he wants to sell ice cream for a living, yeah. make his own life and he's only making 40 grand a year but he gets to do all the things with his family and he's really a family person then that's his happiness yeah i mean i think that's a, tied to this is the happiness is defined by you just like success is defined by you so if your success is a metric of your happiness and this money's not bringing you happiness then you gotta reduce your money so you can free up time or stuff like that yeah exactly so you're not gonna you can work like you said, a job that you absolutely hate, you're not going to have, you're going to have money, but you won't have happiness type of thing. And then, um, going back to you, I thought of a Roger, uh, Robin Williams quote that, um, I came up on my Facebook feed and it was, uh, I thought the worst thing in the world would be being alone, but the worst thing in the world is having people around you and feeling lonely, something like that along those lines that he said. And so like that in turn, like he is somewhat, he is someone that people would deemed successful and so not having that group of people that love belonging that social net social um need met uh could be your demise so that's why things like that are really important to live like a full successful and happy life mm-hmm. yeah so like what do you think are things that people need to have in order to be successful? No matter what your goal is, like what are the things that people should focus on to get to where they want to be? Determine where you want to be. Like what's the first step? You got to know who you are and what brings you happiness. If you really think money brings you happiness, then go st- go chase that job and then see what happens. Yeah. That gives you more money. Um you have to lay out your priorities of what happiness is. If you're a really a family person and you're not spending as much time with your family and it's draining to you and your relationships and your family are going down the drain, then you got to realize maybe this job is taking too much time even though I'm making good money. Um, if I'm giving a very personal example, um, one of my family members is, is usually pretty grouchy and snappy. So one day I just I get I have it a lot with that person but one day I was just like if you complain so much why do you keep doing the job this job like like I would rather you get paid 20 grand less and you to be more enjoyable of a person so why do you do it and then she says well I do it for your you kids so I can help you kids 
so I can pay for you and help you guys do what you want to do. So obviously by having the money to support us kids and what they think is the best way to, for us to be supported, this brings them a certain level of happiness. And to them, that's what success is, to be able to give their kids the best life possible. Mm-hmm. It, but to another person, it could be to be able to to read a book to their little girl every night. Yeah. Like, that could be somebody's happiness. It really, it really is a per-person basis, which is awesome because it makes us all unique and it allows people to say, like, I don't have a big family. Okay, I can go work this job 60 hours a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the other person that is a family person might only want to work a 30-hour-a-week job. And yeah. they might be okay only making 50 grand a year or whatever. You kind of have to weigh out the pros and cons and see if that's what, like, is worth it for you. Like, your success is determined by what you want to do and at what cost. Yeah, I mean, you really... to Success it has to be defined by you. I mean, you can't go off what... Society thinks success is the Lamborghinis, the mansions, and all this thing, because that's what society tells us. And then people, too many people, get there, and then they don't. They realize that actually isn't what brings them happiness. So, to avoid that risk, you have to be able to say, okay, what do I? What do I define success? Do I find happiness going to bed every night next to a loved one, uh, putting my kids to sleep every night? You know, doing a job that I want to do on more my terms, not having a boss, like just all that stuff, whatever that thing is, bring you happiness. Like going to the gym, maybe you like to work out, and that brings you happiness. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna get that in every day. I mean, you really have to define happiness to you. If I see it, by I see it, I mean I hear stories. I actually haven't seen it yet, probably because I'm too young. But the amount of people that end up in a job they hate and then kind of get dulled out like right. they just go gray because they lose their energy and when you don't do the things you want you lose energy how many how many times have we gone through a whole day of work doing meaningless tasks and meaningless work and then we come home and we're tired it's like we sat at a desk all day why should we t- be tired but then the, you know on saturdays when you don't work you're you're working out and then you're playing with your kids all day or you're running and you're playing basketball or running around and just you know you're active all day and you're you're not you're go 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 and you're not tired it's like Find the things that actually bring you energy to define your success. And that's what you spend money on. So that's how, I mean, money you can go, you can go the other way with money is how do you get money? Maybe that's a whole other episode. But the notion that money brings you happiness is has to be directly tied to what brings you happiness. Because if you base it off of what other people think is happiness, like for me. What brings me happiness is reading books. So I want my focus on getting money to read books so I can gain knowledge. But if you go to my brother, like a lot of his happiness is wearing Lululemon or the the new cool clothes. Like he has a very great sense of style. So a lot of his money goes to that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're six, you have to... Be smart with the money in the sense that you got to spend it on what you want to spend it on. Right, not something that's like an idea of what you want. You have to like actually do something that like benefits you in like a mental and emotional way, not in a way that like to be somebody else or to do what looks like is 
happiness or looks like success. And you have to be weary of what society is telling you. Marketing is crazy good now. Oh, yeah. Marketing. Um, to get you to spend money and to make you feel like you actually need something else. Yeah. So that's why if you know what you want, you know what success is, and you know the things you want to have, then you can, when you see these marketing tactics thrown at you, you can be, oh, but I don't want that. Right. You won't really get sucked in as much. Yeah, Whereas if you're not aware of this and you're not aware of what you want, and then you go out and you're like, oh, that's a new TV. It's so cool. It's so cool. It's like, yeah. but I have a perfectly working TV here. That's only three years old. Do I realistically need to spend the extra eight hundred dollars on a new TV? Yeah, and that's where you have like your little your tunnel vision of what you what's true to you and what's important. Yeah. Yeah, I think all those are all good good points on having success and making it built for your life and no one else's. So, I think that some key points that you like mentioned would be knowing what you want, knowing your goals, and and your goals. Um, yeah, key points to being successful in your own, in your own way, in your own words. Um, you mentioned picking out your goal, knowing what you want, because it's subjective to every single person. So you have to firstly determine that and work towards that. Uh, I just wanted to add that you have to be like driven and determined to do whatever you want to do. Like say, if you have like big goals, like very ambitious, want to be an entrepreneur, want to own your own business. Um, success in that way would be only attained by being driven, determined, and hardworking. I feel like that's a pretty like, like gold standard for, like on- entrepreneurship. Anyways, you have to be all in, um, and if success isn't making building a business, maybe it's just graduating college. I feel like that's still, uh, applicable for being driven and successful, um, and knowledgeable. I guess to reach your goals, you have to be hardworking. So I think those are two um, good points. And then we already touched upon uh, material things versus experiences and stuff. So, mm-hmm. and how, That's a good one. like, what are the differences between money buying you material things and money buying you experiences? What do you value more? Yeah. What brings you happiness? There's the guy, Jesse Itzler on Instagram. And his huge thing is pay for experiences, don't pay for things. So mm-hmm. he has a big family with a lot of young kids. So he pays for skiing trips. He pays for basketball lessons. He pays for basketball games. He pays for, like, he's spending money on what it brings him happiness, and that's seeing his kids be happy. So he's paying on experiences. And I think, I mean, you don't talk about really about the material things. You talk about the memories you created with people. Yeah, exactly. I think those are way more valuable in what not – necessarily like monetary expensive but i feel like an experience is more expensive in the term of like quality so like you can buy a hundred thousand dollar car and that's like on paper more expensive than maybe a skiing trip but the skiing trip holds more value than the car would in someone's like archive of like memories yeah it's sentimental i mean like the experience like say you had a favorite high school maybe you had your high school sports jersey yeah. A lot of people will keep that forever just because yeah. it reminds them of the time then. Like, it's worthless. Right. Essentially. Yeah. Unless you're, like, Michael Jordan it's your high school. Yeah, Michael exactly. Jordan's high school jersey. But it's it's just so sentimental. It has so much value because of the memories, the people you had, like, the fun times. Yeah, exactly. And that's way more 
expensive in the terms in like the way of what it means to you so I think that experiences are more valuable than um, monetary or uh, material things could ever be for somebody I mean that's just my outlook on it and that's like what I've learned to be true um, not everyone has learned that to be true some people love to have material things and gifts but maybe that's because they haven't had another need that's been met you know what I mean maybe they're still struggling to come to that self-actualization point their esteem point so to um, come full circle with that I definitely think that experiences are more valuable than material things when it comes to money and success and happiness yeah define what you want define success for you and make sure you're real about your money because money will only get you so far towards your happiness journey. So if you're really lacking on happiness, try and see how much of it is because your financial needs, you're struggling to pay the bills, or are your bills paid but you're still unhappy? Right. And then you got to figure out what's actually making, what's causing this unhappiness that's not money. Yeah. Because exactly. more often than not, unhappiness is not related to money. Right. I mean, exactly. The only time that it'll really boost you up from like level one to like level five is if you're struggling to pay your bills and then once your bills are all paid then that is gone you know just bridging that gap from not having enough money to pay your bills to having all your bills paid and then what um, I think that's the hardest part of money and success is just getting over that part if you have to be there some people don't ever have to cross that bridge they are fortunate enough to always have money um, but if you are someone who's like struggling with bills and making ends meet the hardest part is really bridging that to having all your financial needs met. You'll gain some happiness, but then you have a lot of work to do with the rest of your life if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. So, it's a lot to digest, but it's all good stuff. It's all real, and it's stuff that we need to um, understand and apply to our lives in order to be happy and you know, successful in our own ways. Money doesn't always buy happiness. Yeah, that's the... Uh, Number one thing, the key takeaway. So, we hope this helps and we hope you tune in next week for another great episode of Wholesome. Yep, see you next week, or maybe not see you next week, hear you next week. You'll hear us next week. How about that? Yeah, hear you next week. (laughs) Bye. Peace out.